dead. Dead. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Craft Beer is Dead. I am one of your hosts, Bree, the pint-sized traveler, accompanied by... Chris Face! Oi! Oi! <laughs> What's up, world? And I, we can actually say that now. I don't know if you know that. Uh, looking at the analytics, we are actually being listened to in Finland, in Germany, and maybe like two people in Ireland tuned in last night. So thank you to both of you. I know you're listening now and your hair looks fantastic. You had to say Ireland like that? Ireland. Ireland. Please don't. Oh, God. It's south <laughs> south if you don't do it the did. Ir- It sounded Ireland. pretty southern. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, we thought we were just talking to our own little world. So mm-hmm. I guess we're actually covering the real world. Only- <laughs> no, actually MTV banned us from that. <laughs> Uh, do you remember? Did you watch that show? God, I know. no. Like, really? I, no. I used to. Seriously? I did, yeah. I think once they started scripting everything and you're like, this is basically just Jerry Springer with sex. Oh, it's trash. It was such a trash show, but I couldn't. And then they pulled people for real, the road rules, road rules, whatever that stupid show was. The hardest show to say? Uh, it, evidently. <laughs> All right. So kicking this off, uh, we do not have a whole lot of stories to cover, but we have pretty big ones. Um, one of them includes a brewery that I guarantee we all have heard of. Um, I personally have been to one of their locations. Uh, Chris, have you ever visited them? No, I've, I've wanted to have it on my list because like, it's one of those breweries that when, when I started out, I'm not sure about when you started out, but I think, you know, like those late 2000s, uh, like a little bit of the past 2010, they were just one of these big giant juggernauts and they still do a great job. And we should probably go ahead and say who the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> All right, Stone Brewing, you are on our fucking list for this one. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> um, so I visited their San Diego location. Their uh, San Diego. San Diego. Uh, their Liberty Station, I think it was called. Um, it's right next to the airport. Um, it was an awesome facility, gorgeous beer garden, and that's pretty much where I guess my positivity ends. Okay. So I mean, I like so. Uh, what was the first stone beer you had? To be honest with you, not not a clue. Cannot tell you. It was probably my first stone beer was there, and this was uh, probably four years ago. So I didn't have my pint size page yet or anything like that. So I wasn't really given too 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 much of a shit about the beer yet. I was kind of like, oh my god, look at this beer garden. Oh my god. Oh my god. So first of all, I love the alliteration of pint size page. Uh, that's just fun. Um, so, like, I think my first one was the uh, the ruination. Actually, I got a bomber of that back hmm. in like 2010 when I was living up in Alaska, and I rem- I wasn't a huge beer fan at the time. I was just starting to get into it, and I remember opening that and basically like trying to house the thing myself. It was one of those 22 ounce <laughs> bombers, and I lived in the middle of nowhere. So fuck it. <laughs> Uh, and who's going to find me? And I didn't have refrigeration. <laughs> and so I just drink this warm, uh, what was it, ruination. And it like almost made me go blind. I'd never had anything that hoppy before. <laughs> and I say that as somebody who was ignorant to that style, right? <laughs> Later on, like obviously grew to love that style. Actually became one of my favorite beers and one of my favorite breweries for quite some time. And then they just kind of, it's not that they faded out. 
Um, they just kind of had that first mover's advantage, yeah. at least in our market, where they were one of the first ones to come in and really be in your face and be like, yeah, we do whatever the fuck we want about whatever. Very true. Yeah. And I mean, their distribution is one of the largest too, right? Very much so. Um, I think they were one of the, the first, at least the U.S. craft breweries, to, to kind of go a little bit more national. No. I want to say that they have, there's a brewery over in Germany too, from them? Yeah, I think I've heard that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, like what, what, what sort of doo-doo do they step in? <laughs> Man, well, evidently, it's quite a lot of doo-doo. Over a hundred piles of doo-doo just this year. Ew. I know. I mean, it, like, after two. Like, you need some fucking waiters on right now to walk <laughs> through this shit. <laughs> like, fuck. All right. Yeah, so, uh, all right, Stone. Uh, evidently, these guys have been going after a lot of breweries, and not even just bigger breweries, but very, very small, like one barrel sized microbreweries. Um, and pretty much their main premises of these uh, lawsuits is because they think they own the word stone and they think they own the word bastard. So they do they have those trademarks though? I mean, I don't know, but it really pisses me off that that's even a fucking option to trademark words like that. So I, I think... Yeah, as a name, I'm, as a name, Stone Brewing. Okay, I understand that being the trademark. Yeah. You know, but like throwing those two words around seems like very, very common words that you... Like, it's like trademarking the word the or and, you know? So I think there's a lot of these like larger breweries because I remember another one where like Left Hand was trying to trademark the phrase nitro. When they come oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. And like... It, I think it really just falls on, you know, technically that process is there. Technically they can do it. Yeah. Does it make it ethically right? It is what it is. But when it comes to stone specifically, um, I get, obviously, yes, trademark your name. Mm -hmm. Trademark stone. Awesome. Um, But that's such a commonly used phrase that unless there's some sort of malicious intent with Mm -hmm. another company using it to blatantly piggyback off of whatever success you have as a brand, um, then... Then there's, I don't think there's any reason to really try to throw your legal dick around. Yeah, exactly. And especially now they've gotten so large that they can just easily bury these small breweries in legal fees. And I mean, within a month, you know, um, let's see, what was the, uh, it's the first brewery we want to talk about. So the the first one was the Miller Coors one. Yeah. Um, and yep. they essentially, from what I understand, they've, they've postponed the ruling to, unless they've recently done it, I think they postponed it to October. Um, so with that one, Keystone, I think it was Keystone Light was one of the cans. Yep. And I'll give credit where credit is due. Like if Stone's reaching out to them, sending a cease and desist on that, that branding specifically does, in my opinion, kind of overly emphasize the word stone. Yeah. They've, they've made the word key like. But isn't Keystone, aren't they from Pennsylvania? uh, Or like, is that their branding? Keystone, isn't that Keystone State? I, I don't know exactly where it's from. That's I like know Keystone Coors officiate. Yeah, so um, that's like a whole like the Keystone State. You and know that's what I fine. mean? Keystone yeah. one word is fine, but mm-hmm. when when U.S. Keystone basically take the word key and make it one eighth of the size of the entire name and you oh, stone yeah. that one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That yes can be misleading. Whether it was intentional True. or not, I don't know. But at the same time, um, it can, I in my opinion, possibly mislead people. But the problem after that is now Stone's going after a lot of these smaller breweries where unless you're literally trying to frame the narrative in someone's mind that they could be confused for Stone, 
it's almost impossible to confuse them for stone other than the fact that it has the same syllable in it. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it was the other one was like Sawstone. It's like a three barrel brew house, I believe. Yes. And they, they made I think it was less than a hundred barrels per beer or a beer last year. It was. And they were they were essentially given a cease and desist, and so now their only option, because their name is Sawstone, which yes, it has the the stone word in it, but they're so obviously not the same brand. And it's one word and that's a very specific type of stone that there's evidently only maybe like three buildings in the entire country made out of saw stone. Okay. So, that so was that's the... why they chose it. It wasn't for literally any other rhyme or reason. And that's, I mean, that's their entire theme. That's their everything. That's their brand is this, the saw stone. And so apparently when, I guess from what I remember reading, they, the lawyers from stone initially reached out and said something along the lines of like, okay, as long as you don't make it two separate words, yeah. you can you can go ahead and do it. And, and they then, didn't. They never made it two separate no, words. No, they didn't at all. And then whenever, it, this reminds me of another case that I'll bring up here in a second. Um, they kind of gave them the green light. But after they went ahead and started doing the, like their entire business underneath mm-hmm. the proposed name that was apparently okayed by, by Stone's lawyers, Stone then comes back and says, ah, never mind. We, we don't yeah. want you using that at all. And, so was that and, just a handshake agreement at first? Because if personally, if I were Saw Stone, I'd be like, all right. I mean, well, then again, they didn't know they were going so crazy at the moment, but yeah. those big dogs, I mean, you kind of need to get something like that in writing and have them say, okay, you are fine. We are saying you're fine. I don't know. I don't, it's, I, I haven't been able to find any actual like legal paperwork or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, according to the Twitter feed of Handsome Pat Finnan, um, it basically kind of chronolo- or puts in chronological order of, they agreed to not put it within two words, and then as soon as they did, they came back and basically said, uh, after about a year, that you either need to change your name or you can fight us in court. So, you know, that's that's you know thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in merchandise, in uh, glassware, in you know keg collars, in basically trademarks and those kind of things. And unfortunately, when you when you look at that. If you were to put that in some sort of court case, even a lot of the experts are basically saying, like, unless you definitively try to confuse the consumer by thinking that you are actually stone brewing, there's no case here. So exactly. what is, you're literally at this point, you're wasting the time of taxpayers. Yes. <laughs> you're wasting our money um, all because you just don't like the somebody using the word stone. You almost just I don't even think you meant to do this on purpose, but you almost just exactly verbatim said what the beerattorney.com noted about what they think the outcome of this decision is oh, going to really? be. Yeah. So pretty much you just said exactly what they're, I mean, and it's crazy. I'm now I'm seeing Sawstone has even launched a GoFundMe page. Yeah. And that's just basically because they're calling this inevitable that they're going to have to rebrand their entire business because of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, their apparel, their glassware. I mean, they went, balls to the wall with putting their name on everything and just because of them they're gonna have to i mean if this gofundme doesn't work they probably won't make it yeah as of july um looking at a porchdrinking.com article they that's had, what i'm on <laughs> yeah they had raised uh nearly you know eighty five hundred dollars for legal defense fees mm-hmm. um which is nothing yeah that's like a retainer honestly exactly, man. because stone is going to be getting the best of the best attorneys and i mean a retainer for them is like 50 grand and this can be Another comment of something to where I'm just very naive to the actual money behind these kind of things. 
Um, I'm looking at one quote here that says Stone Brewing is seeking to recover $1 billion yeah. in damages yep. uh, in regard to infringing sales. And that's the one for the Miller course. Yeah. I yep. should I should be very specific. Yeah. Um, but how do you quantify that you missed out on $1 billion worth of sales mm-hmm. because this Keystone beer was actually on a shelf somewhere? That's just fucking ballsy to me. Do they really think that that mean college students are buying that fucking beer? Because that's what I drank in school. So that's why this is kind of funny-ish to me because of the nostalgia. Like, that's all we drank was Keystone and kegs. Like, you know, so like this even pisses me off just for their sake. Because like, that was my fucking college beer, man. Leave them alone. I think everyone's got like... that name makes sense, though. Everyone's got like a little pee beer that they like a lot. Right? I love me some PBR. I'll do a $2 pee beer. Really? Oh, man. I'll do a $2 Uh, pee beer at a concert for dates. Man. Now that's like my last last round draft pick. And that's one of those things too to where like I understand the game is changing. I understand there's a lot more breweries in play now. I understand mm-hmm. that it's going to be a lot harder especially as everything goes a lot more hyper local as as you know shelf space gets a little harder to uh, to maintain yeah. uh, from a distribution standpoint that you're going to try to find ways to really kind of draw the line in the sand as far as what your brand does, what it stands for. Ethically speaking, this seems like a weird fucking move. Yeah. Business-wise, if you're Because they're just to... intimidating people, yeah, I think. You know? Absolutely. I mean, why else would you go after 100 breweries in less than a year and you're just going so crazy? And I get you're protecting your, your name, your brand, your this, your that. Okay. So is every other small business on the planet. Yes. Like, you are not special. So you're willing to just bury other small businesses that probably started off like you did mm-hmm. and now it's just i don't know it's just all over money and it's fucking bullshit really and speaking of the money facet too like it, it's frustrating because i feel like there's so many other avenues you can go about to try to like recoup some of these finances yeah. or be even a more competitive player within the game these days so yeah we, we talked about it last week where sam adams is taking dog Bashed, line pricing them a little bit more competitively with those three brands specifically um, and that's just a, an indicator of a brand having to pivot and play in a new world that isn't the same one that they grew up in, which is, you know, a smart move from a business standpoint. Yeah. Um, and so why is it that certain six packs or four packs are still $14 when you have five breweries or four breweries across the entire world? Um, it just seems weird to me that the price point doesn't go down. I'm not saying it has to, but yeah. at the same time, like maybe find a different avenue to compete as opposed to just trying to shut everyone down who you think is trying to piggyback off of your success. No, solid point. Totally agree. I don't know. Um, uh, but they definitely have made my shit list. That's for sure. Um, I received media packages from them for almost two years now. They were one of the first big breweries to reach out and send me media packages. And now, I mean, take me off the fucking list, you know, over it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yep. And it's funny, too, <laughs> like the media packages, too. I think we talked about this off air a little bit, was like, you know, if, if you don't post about it or if they don't send it to you, you can still just go to Total Wine and buy it. It's oh, like 100%. A, it's not like anything. Crazy. <laughs> you anyway. can go anywhere and buy it. And that's what's so funny. They send out these media packages and in the same day, I will see it in the store. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you just spent $60 Instead of, I don't know, it's just soup. Then that's just showing how much money they have behind them. Because I'm not the only one getting the package. There's probably 20 other people getting the same one. Oh, yeah. So. If. Yeah, I mean, probably even more than that. Yeah. That's yeah. just I can rattle off. I know. 
Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, I don't know. The old saying, I guess, in that point, not my pig, not my farm. I don't have enough money to buy that farm, so those problems are far above my pig. Absolutely. Rate, so. And uh, we won't go as far as slandering, but we will no. definitely voice that. I mean, you're all adults, as you sh- I hope you are, and um, you all can form your own conclusion about this. So yeah, exactly. do your research. If you think they're right, then that's awesome. If you agree with us, then even better <laughs> or you can do what i do after reading something like this and instead of getting really pissed off i just go oh, that sucks why don't we go give some money to sauce down <laughs> yeah seriously yeah so if you want to visit their gofundme page um that would probably be a pretty awesome person move awesome person awesome. move that could be your girl scout deed of the day <laughs> i fucking love it <laughs> um so yeah like you said up top there's really not a lot of news going on that I could find this week. Um, yeah, so. that was the that was the one that definitely has been pissing the most people off. Um, I mean, well, if, you, if you follow my friend uh, Albie at my beer brigade, you'll see his uh, tangent on Instagram, and it. I mean, it's justified, so I'm all for it. And that's the thing is, like, it's apparently it's becoming a bit of a movement. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that shit on fire. Eh, well, it's hard to like beer on fire. Where there's a will. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way to break physics. <laughs> All right, moving on. Since so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's like, since that's done. All right, cool. Man, we're good <laughs> at these segue things. Segway. Segway. <clears throat> well, so the only other, well, I found three other ones. Do you want to open a beer first? I guess, you want to just do that. I feel like I need one after. Yeah, you need to calm down. I've you been talking. Like, I've been talking about this stone thing for two days straight. You actually have steam coming out of your <laughs> ears like, right now. <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> All right, who's this? Alrighty, Rue. So this is from Tavor. They were nice enough to send this. Oh fuck yeah. Um, suburban beverage. So this is from Perennial Artisan Ales. Uh, goes a style with key lime. Oh cool. So a nice little four point two percenter. Let's pour it up. Alright, so perennial, I'm looking at them now, blah, 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 they are out of Michigan, um, if you nice. are up there, check them out, um, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things, I don't think I've ever actually had anything from them. No, I've only seen them online, I haven't had them yet either. Oh, shit, there's more. There's a lot more to I get a bartend later. It's a big boy. You guys are gonna have fun with me tonight. <laughs> You want to see Chris off a four percenter? <laughs> what can I say? I get drunk on a thimble. I'm an easy date. <laughs> <A> thimble. <laughs> oh, All right. Goodness. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Yeah, I like that. I like that too because I, I feel like, like with the whole ghost style, a lot of people try to like treat it like hops in the in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. where they just try to blast it down your face. Yeah. And then this one, like instead of it being like a giant salt bomb. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually very refreshing. I like that. I was anti Goza for a good three months because I feel like I just got five just trash ones back to back to back to back, and I was like, maybe it's just me. I think I just fucking hate Gozas. And then I don't know. I had like three right in a row. I was like, nope, it was them. No, there's definitely some breweries <laughs> a few years ago when the style was getting big where they were just like, let's just go ahead and bloat everyone out like the uh, Great Salt Lake, <laughs> and people will just think this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is this is great. Yeah. I like key lime too, so. Can't complain about that. Well, thanks, Bruno. That stuff was dope. So this does have alcohol in it, but. Oh, what doesn't? There are some beers that are evidently coming out that are non-alcoholic, just in time for the end of Sober October. Um, <laughs> for you some found, people. For some people, not I. But, um, so who's the first one that you found? 
So real quick side note on the Sober October. Um, in the industry, I know a lot of people choose uh, Sober February because it's the shortest month. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking genius because you still can say you did it. Oh, and, yeah. You know? I made it a whole month. Oh, that's so funny. And then I skipped it on leap year because fuck that. <laughs> Uh, no, That's so awesome. who was, it was, um, so we've seen, you know, Heineken did a really big push recently yeah. on, you know, their zero zero and, you know, following suit with the same kind of branding. Guinness actually just came out with a zero zero as well. Very interesting to yeah. try that. Which I think, uh, will be able to up my car bomb game. Uh, cause I won't have to worry about <laughs> crapping out after a I few can't of those. do car bombs. No, oh, I can't do Guinness anyway. Like I'm probably won't try this one to be honest with you, but oh, really? I don't know. I, then again, I haven't had Guinness in probably three years. So maybe I just need to revisit it, but that was worst case scenario beer for me growing up, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm really curious to see the average consumer's perspective on these styles of beers coming out because you know, I think we touched on a little bit over a previous episode where, like, I actually legit like to keep yeah. low alcohol or zero alcohol beer in the fridge. Um, you know, being in the industry, not to say that it's, like, a habit, um, but you're around beer all the time. Mm-hmm. You become accustomed to it. I actually genuinely like the flavor. Yeah. And I don't always want to actually feel any sort of effects in any way, shape, or form. On and it them. does have health benefits in moderation. Yeah. Like uh, most other things. According to a bunch of Irish doctors, <laughs> uh, apparently they used to, you know, give it to pregnant ladies or something like that. Oh, my God. Which was, uh, sorry, Ireland. I just, I just fucked up a demographic <laughs> over there. Um, um, so does the non-alcohol, so is it still a nitro? Like, does it, is it called a widget? Is that, am I wrong And that's the name? What's it called again? Yeah, it's got the widget in there. Widget, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it does have that as well? Um, I'm assuming so if it's right? the nitro can, because uh, that's typically what they use in those. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the European breweries kind of leaning towards that actual nitrogen infused can. Um, ooh, we got a bug. That was such a good timing too, because I was like, nitrogen infused. Yeah, that, that was actually the nitrogen in the cans. It wasn't a bug. In Dummy. It. Yeah. Well, fuck me. Um, no, so they um, probably still use the widget, which I still remember to this day, like the first time I had one, cutting it open and be like, what is this black yeah. magic? <laughs> um, but yeah, just like, so what is your thought on just non-alcoholic beer within the U.S. anyway? So I'm all for it. Personally, I'm not going to drink it just because I'm fairly, you know, health conscious and kind of still count my macros and stuff and that's just not worth the carbs to me um i can find you know like the word i can't ever pronounce kombucha <laughs> kombucha kombucha, kombucha. <laughs> like that to me i would probably go for that over it but um we have a lot of friends a lot of family members um whether it's health reasons or just i mean even mental health reasons doesn't matter um we know a lot of people who go for the non-alcoholic beer yeah um so I'm definitely all for having an assortment of it. Um, from reading up, there's actually quite a few brands that I didn't know made non-alcoholic beer. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Brooklyn Brewing, of course. Mm-hmm. So evidently, they make a super decent one, uh, Special Effects. Um, evidently, it tastes like Arizona iced tea. So oh, that's, that's pretty fun. cool. Why not just drink an Arizona iced tea at that point? <laughs> Are they just I think Arizona, it? I think, has a shitload of sugar. But. Well, Arizona made like a hard iced tea recently, oh, if I remember really? correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I want to get my hands on that shit. I do love them. Those oh. are super good. Yeah. Beer? Yeah. yeah. should make one I like could, them, yeah. kind of, but be that, huh? better. Yeah. Yeah. With alcohol, that's why it's better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can make your tea drinking experience more productive. Exactly. Um, I'll put it in a little 
you know, pitcher, a little tea pitcher too, and just sit there. Yeah, a little lemon on the side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, you've probably had Brew Dog, right? Have yeah. you had their non-alcoholic? I haven't had theirs yet, but I know they just did like a big marketing thing where it's like oh, uh, a huge push, something AF, uh, IPA AF, or some shit like that. Um, which is cool. Now the, I will say this: I've tried a lot of them out there. And, and no offense to anybody doing it out there, there's just a certain flavor profile that the alcohol on a biological level mm-hmm. kind of helps deliver to beer itself. Now, I think when you're used to having them pretty frequently, you obviously notice when that's gone. Yeah. Um, the one that, like like I said before, uh, that did a pretty solid job, in my opinion, was you know, Heineken did a great job. I'm sure Guinness probably fucking killed it, too. But there's just been so many out there that I've had before where it just tastes like carbonated wort. Yeah. And then for those of you listening who don't know what that is, it's basically just uh, beer, sugar, water, essentially, before the yeast is added. So there's no actual alcohol to it. I'm not saying that that's... And then what just they, carbonated. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> I'm not saying that's what they do. But yeah. at the same time, like, it just tastes like what we put into the tank before all the good stuff comes Yeah. yeah. Heineken kind of has that uh, skunky kind of... Which I like. ...beer flavor. Exactly. So yeah. that, I think, really puts it over and makes it taste very authentic um they also do a really good marketing campaign around dry january where they do uh advent calendars like giant boxes oh that's cool and so every day you pick one out and it's just a non-alcoholic beer so that was pretty fun that was pretty smart right that was a great idea um so brew dog the only ones i've had from them they make actually i i might be wrong but i from what i read they kind of have the um, best spectrum of styles under their whole portfolio as far as non-alcoholic goes. Okay. So they have several stouts. They have IPAs. Um, they pretty much make almost anything non-alcoholic, which I feel like usually it's IPAs and stouts, right? Is that pretty standard? Um, IPAs, stouts, pale ales, so, loggers are log- a huge So one. what... I sound like a fucking idiot. What's Heineken again? So Heineken is basically just supposed to be, you know, they're, they're kind of international pilsner that they make okay. essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of macro brands that have been making for a while. Like you had uh, Bex has been doing one. You've got Claw oh, yeah. Haller. You've got Caliber. Bex um, has been doing it a while. Oh, yeah. O'Doul's is one of like the OGs. I remember yeah. my, my grandfather, he ended up having to get a pacemaker and he used to always go down to the VFW and he would just suck down O'Doul's because <laughs> like they were like, you can't drink. And he's like, but I want to. And they're like, drink this instead. And he's like, fine. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I feel like uh, for older people, St. Pauli's Girl needs to come out with a non-alcoholic. In St. I Pauli. think they do. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Because I just like, when you say like grandpa, that's all I think about. Like older, like German grandpas and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. oh wait, that's all my friends. That's all their grandparents drank. <laughs> I don't know why. It seems I don't think I've ever thing. had one either. Uh, I mean, it tastes like every other regional, really? local, whatever <laughs> water beer. <laughs> um... Let's see. Oh, uh, Athletic Brewing. I forgot to bring them up. So I've never heard of them. Evidently, as told by WinePair.com, they hands down make the best one. So Have you had it? I have had a couple of theirs, and they're good. Um, I think it depends on when you have it. If you've had it in, like around the same time as you've had a normal beer, you could like easily spot the difference. Okay. By itself, it's not too bad. I mean, they do a good version of like a pale ale and an IPA and those kind huh. of things. Yeah, they um, said it was on the sweeter side, so maybe bit. yeah. Yeah, I think okay. it's still like sixty calories or so or something like that. So oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So if you're drinking it for like the health conscious aspect, I don't think any of them are actually technically good for you. Um, I mean, I could personally see like 
I've got a big day the next day, but I want to go hang out with friends and they're all having beers at a house somewhere. I'll be like, fuck it. I'll just bring these. I'll crack like two of these open, leave the rest of them. So that way they all complain <laughs> about it later. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much, I don't know. It just depends on where you're at and what you like out of your beers, I guess. So. Yeah, I uh, kind of only really appreciate the non-alcoholic beers for the trolling aspect, too. I remember one uh, hunting season, my dad and his buddies, there was about four of them at his little hunting camp, and I got him a whole case of non-alcoholic beer just to be a fucking asshole, and they got, like, five in. I mean, they were slugging them. Like, each one of them drank about five, and then they just, like, progressively just kind of, like, kept reading the bottle and, like, looking at each other and being like, I should have fucking buzz by now. Like, he's not funny. He's not funny. He's not funny. This should be <laughs> this should be more fun by now. <laughs> Turns out the three of you, after about an hour, suck, and I yeah. pee a lot. <laughs> that was one of my better moments, but... That's yeah, pretty funny. It is good. Oh, yeah. So I highly recommend doing that to your parents if they give good reactions like mine. So a uh, couple beers that I don't want to try that do have alcohol in them. <laughs> um, I recently saw just like some fun little like weird story. Uh, was it French's Mustard? Yeah. Recently collaborated on one? Yeah. They is did that a whole, actually a thing? They did a whole media thing on it, too. Actually, um, I know a few people who got, um, I think it was like a, a shirt and uh, one of the beers and yeah. Did it really have mustard in it? Oh, I wasn't sure. It's probably like mustard seed or something. Yeah, shit. of course. But like, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it really did have some in it. And my uh, my recent favorite was the hot sauce beer. Ugh. It's like infused with like Frank's Red Hot or some shit. I'd fucking die. You know what I did like though? Um, I had one when I was, and actually Play Alinda does a version of this one too. Um, there's original one by Flying Dog and they do like an Old Bay Amber Ale. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they basically just use Old Bay that doesn't have a lot of salt in it and stuff. So I had that in Delaware with some crab chowder. I was like thinking like would you, you would have that with seafood oh, and fuck. that would work fucking really well. Like don't get me wrong. I wouldn't just crack one open after mowing the lawn. But like yeah. when you're sitting on a river and there's like it's a little cold outside. That shit, that shit was great. Huh. I that's interesting. It. Yeah. I would not think that'd be good. So that's pretty much all I got. Well, sir, um, it's almost all I have. I want to do one minute of kind of my own-ish thing just to do a little damage control because I've gotten a few uh, questions about this the last couple weeks. So um, if you've been following me, then you know that um, I was affiliated with a podcast before. Um, That was about last year, was with them for about a year. Um, So I won't go into any detail just because... Not that it's none of your business, but it's just one of those things where it's our fucking business. Um, <laughs> so, <Yep>. you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no longer affiliated with them. Um, you do not have to follow them along thinking you're going to hear me or see me whatsoever. Um, you know, it's just one of those experiences where you go into it, you know, very positively and you look at it. And I definitely got some experience, got to meet some cool people. I'm very happy to be on this podcast because I actually have creative freedom. And um, no, you don't say it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. I I have faith in Chris Face across from me because he's not gonna go off in a tangent for 25 minutes about shit no one really cares about. Um, I mean, he does that on his own time, but he's not gonna do that on the microphone. Um, Pretty much, yeah. You know, so I uh, just want to kind of vaguely set the record straight and that this is our only podcast and we're very happy about it this would be a really bad time to tell you about my bronies <laughs> podcast uh that i started about a year ago and was gonna invite you so that hard no as long as it's like just us i'm fine 
all right, so start doing your research. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so all the, the rest of the guys who were with the podcast, uh, wish them nothing but luck and still talk to all of them but one. So. Yeah, man. And even Shit then, happens. like, if that's, you know, if you like them, go check them out, support them, listen to them, do the thing. Or I don't think post. they're doing anything right now, so. Yeah, well, if they start up again. Yeah. Know, show some love. I mean, they do. They, yeah. It's part of the beer industry. Mm-hmm. It is and it, it's, you know, something for everyone out there. So hopefully... You enjoy what we're doing because mm-hmm. so far we enjoy what we're doing. Different strokes for different <laughs> sailboats, I think is the old <laughs> saying. So I was hoping it was going to lean that way. So. <laughs> well, on that note, that's, on that note, I'm pretty much good. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to that little tangent. I had to uh, get that one out. Yeah. Feel a little better. Good. So, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening per usual. Um, next up will be another spooky scary. Yeah. Uh, keep in with the whole month of October. We're going to keep them pretty much uh, catered to stories that inspired our favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm, all those mm-hmm. crazy bastards. Yeah, because all oh, that stuff. I said bastard. Whoops. Huh? Don't come after me, Stone. Oh, no, Stone's <laughs> oh, here. Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, we just lost everything. Um, I'm going to go try to buy some new pants. I'm going to go check the mail for our cease and desist. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, what's Wundle? Minus two Wundles plus three Wundles. Negative toodles? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bye, Ireland. Dead. Dead. Dead.